0: Kailish Satyarte, Nobel Peace Prize laureate from India who campaigned against child labor said, no segment in the society can match with the power, idealism, enthusiasm, and courage of the young people. You'll hear from Executive Director Lauren Saika how her innovative organization Youth Roots is bringing this quote to life in the philanthropic sector by growing and nurturing the leaders and change agents of both today and tomorrow on this episode of Making Our World Better. Welcome to the Making Our World Better podcast, where you will find motivation and encouragement through lively conversations with inspirational people who every day are making our world a better place. Now, here's your host, Jay Clark. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jay Clark, and I'm excited to share a conversation with Lauren Seika, Executive Director of the super cool organization Youth Roots, which is building future leaders here in Denver. Lauren joined the Youth Roots crew in 2013. Her background is in experiential education, and she holds a master's degree in human rights from the University of Denver. Her favorite activity is doing anything outside with her husband and toddler, and she loves working with inspiring youth who make the world a better place, which makes her a perfect fit for this show. Youth Roots is making a difference with a host of great programs that are unleashing the power of youth to change the world. And I can't wait to get into it. Welcome, Lauren.
1: Thank you, Jay. Thanks for having me. We're excited to be here. So we'll start off easy and
0: just kind of tell me, how would you describe Youth Roots to somebody that doesn't know anything about it?
1: Yeah, so Youth Roots is a youth development nonprofit that really builds leaders uh, through the kind of our unique niche is through philanthropy. We use the philanthropic process as that experiential, um, experiential classroom to develop young changemakers and teach those skills around uh, how to make the world a better place.
0: That's awesome. So you have a really strong lineup of programs Can you kind of walk us through some of those?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, So our our original program um, that we've been running since we were founded in 2010 is uh, our grant-making program. So it's bringing young people around the table uh, together. They figure out what issues they want to focus on. They fundraise for those issues, and then they grant all of that funding out to other nonprofits that are wow. doing the best at meeting those needs that they pick.
0: That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, so that's you know really engaging young people in that participatory grant making yeah. process has been um, has been really core to the organization since we were founded. That's uh, awesome. Then, oh, yeah.
0: No, please. Uh
1: and then when COVID hit and it was just a chance for us to kind of step back and yeah. um reassess what are other unique ways that we can bring youth voice into this sector that tends to be dominated by um you know certain populations, certain demographics, right. and really bring in um the bring in the youth voice into um into that work. And we came up with uh, two new programs uh, out of COVID. One of them is the GIVE Fellowship. Uh, GIVE stands for growing, in vo- growing Insight and Voice. Nice. Uh, and it's, uh, it's an internship program to bring people from underrepresented communities into the philanthropic sector, both to get experience working in foundations, but also to bring in community voice so that um that uh, f- foundations can have a direct pipeline to the communities that they seek to serve. So that's the second one. Uh, awesome. Our third big program is the Youth Scan Project. And this this one really gets me so excited. I mean, they all do in their own ways, but um, this one is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it really seeks to solve the problem of youth voice. Boy- at scale so like we know that in classrooms there are all these like really and you know nonprofit groups there are all these like really unique youth voice projects yeah. happening and then it kind of just gets lost mm. and so the idea of the youth scam project is to really like tap into all of this um all of this unique perspectives that different youth hold throughout the state um different identities different demographics and really tap into how youth are experiencing Um, experiencing youth issues differently Um, and then highlighting their ideas for solutions is the other exciting piece to that. Um, And then it will be a public dashboard so that users can really filter down and hone in on how, um, how youth are experiencing issues and their ideas for solutions.
0: That is super cool. And one thing (laughs) I love about it is it's almost, you know, you think of different fields, engineering, sports, all these things and Nobody really, I think, thinks of philanthropy as a, as a career or a business. And this is kind of opening that up for people. I mean, have you seen that?
1: Oh, absolutely! And not only philanthropy, but the nonprofit sector is yeah, something totally. that a lot of people don't cross paths with until um, much later in their lives. And so right. um, we're exposing young people um, as early as freshman high school to uh, uh, to those potential career paths. But this
0: could be a, this could really be a career because the nonprofit industry is such an important part of our economy and everything else uh, that that really is a super cool niche you guys are serving. So. Tell me how you go about drawing kids into this program, and how do they find you, and how do how do they get involved?
1: Yeah, Um, over the years, uh, we've built really strong networks with um, with folks who work directly with young people. It's the kind of thing that um, you can't really be like, "Hey, join this youth philanthropy (laughs) program." No one knows what philanthropy is at that age. So
0: curious (laughs) is how you how you get the kids into it
1: yeah um, a lot of our recruitment language is around impacting um youth issues uh you know using using money to make a difference where you see it's gonna make the biggest difference um, right. changing the world uh, yeah. and then like around the um unique perspective that young people have um you know young this is something that not only for youth issues but for everything, like young people are living on the front lines. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're in schools. They're exposed to different people all the time. They're not in the same type of like silos and ruts that like right. professionals are. And so right. they're really on the front lines of emerging issues. And, um, there's actually, uh, there's actually research that suggests that youth know the issues three years before adults. Wow. And so, yes, if we're, um, if we, if the world wants to be focusing on, um, on the best way to tackle emerging issues and and staying in front of them, like listening to our young people is essential wow. to to making that happen.
0: That's fantastic, and you know one of the things I love, you know, the sad part, I guess, well, not sad part, but in philanthropy money equals mission. I mean, that's just kind of the way it is. And that's with the give program and your fundraising and everything else, you're getting kids off to that. You're creating that mindset, correct?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, money is, is essential to the work. Um, yeah. another the um, the development, the fundraising profession development mm-hmm. profession is, um, is a hard hard beast and um through the fundraising work that we teach um that we, that we engage high school students in i think that that's another um career path that is terrifying and scary and you know we're, we're starting starting to build that pipeline as early as high school um because yeah it's uh you know we you, y'all need everyone needs money to do the work and you hear about um organizations that have these great volunteer networks right. and like that's amazing And also you need to be able to pay people to uh, be able to make the work sustainable in the long term.
0: Well, and there are people with the right personalities that can really be good at that. And if they can (laughs) figure that out at a young age, they can have an unbelievably great career.
1: Absolutely.
0: But you've been with the organization for, you know, 10 years now. And was there, can you think back to, was there a tipping point or kind of an aha moment when you're like, you know what, we are really onto something here.
1: There was a conference in, let me, let me get this year right. Hold on. (laughs) Probably 2015. um, And we crossed paths with a foundation that was, um, based out of Michigan. And they shared that they had been working to, um, do youth philanthropy programming. They had struggled with curricula and they'd struggled with getting people through it. And, you know, they were looking for something new to try. Right. And you we were like, Hey, we've got great engagement. We've, um, these are some of our impact statistics. Um, and so they, we worked with them to try out our grant making model, but with a different organization, um, Instead of, you know, ha- like housing it in Youth Roots, you know, mm-hmm. we kind of helped with the behind the scenes, but it was housed at another organization. And that went super well. And, um, you know, we realized that this was a it was a really powerful earned revenue stream for us. You know, yeah. if there are foundations who are wanting to engage young people in philanthropy, we have the programming. We've kind of figured out the magic sauce of working with young people nice. in this space. Um that maybe there's a way that we don't have to be so reliant on grants and donations. um, Part of our, um, part of our model is an earned revenue with earned revenue streams. So that was yeah, like a moment when we realized it was much bigger than the need was much bigger than here in Denver.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Well, speaking of that, you, you know, I know Rome wasn't built in a day, but you guys are now in three States And, you know, you're growing, you're all over Colorado. Has this been kind of organic or strategic or a combination of both?
1: Uh, I would say a combination of both. I definitely don't believe that we should, any organization should grow for the sake of growth's sake. Um, But at the same time, if there is a demand out there for what you're able to provide Mm -hmm. and you can make, bring the, bring the funding sources together to make it happen, then yeah. um, I think it's an amazing way to fill that gap rather than having other organizations try to figure out this from scratch. You know, we've right. been building our programs now for um, for 13 years and it yeah. takes a long time. And um, if working with us can help uh, can help other organizations avoid some of the pitfalls of early years, you know, of our us too. Sure. Everyone learns. Um, right. Then I feel like it's a it's a win-win for for everyone for sure.
0: Yeah. And now that you've been at it for a while, I'm sure you have a pretty good alumni base. And, yeah, and tell like me how 150
1: pa- alumni. Wow.
0: <laughs> how about that? So how powerful is it to keep some of those alumni involved because they have to be great role models for the kids that are, you know, in it right now. And
1: absolutely. Um, yeah. And we see some of our alumni come back and engage in different programming. Um, like the, the gift fellowship is, the grant making programs are geared toward high school age students. The Give fellowship is um, 18 to 24. It's the next, next stage bracket up. So we are nice. seeing a bit of, um, you know, continue down that pipeline, which is yeah. super exciting. Um, we. Uh last year we started giving out um alumni impact awards, which essentially uh they're mini grants, they're five hundred dollar grants um to support our alumni in their own impact work so they can wow. apply and be like, I'm working on this exciting, awesome thing, need some funding, and you know it's exciting that we're able to use philanthropy to continue supporting our network.
0: Yeah, isn't that great and
1: um, the next steps? So um yeah, I, I will say that we have an amazing alumni network and it's one of the things that our our staff has always operated on a pretty shoestring staff. It's
0: a nonprofit, right? That's <laughs> yeah. how roll that's how you roll.
1: And it's one of those pieces that are so important that we just haven't been able to dedicate yeah. time and energy toward, like we know that we can. Um but maybe that will change. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: So do you run into, and I'd love to hear how you respond when you run into somebody that says, I'm just a kid, what kind of difference can I make? Or they're just kids. What what do they know or what difference do they make? How do you respond in those situations? Because I bet you run into that some.
1: That's a great question. On the on the youth side, honestly, before COVID, we didn't get that. Um we're getting it a little bit more now.
0: Oh, interesting. Um,
1: I think that there's a lot less feeling of agency. You know, the message of stay home and don't do anything is what yeah. you're supposed to do at that age of your life is a really hard brutal thing. Yeah to hear. And I do think it'll have long term um I
0: do too. Sadly. Context.
1: But uh, you know, Part of our programming is that it's a it's not about, you know, figuring out how to harness solar energy in this new way, you know, like changing the world. Everyday interactions and being kind and you know helping people in need and um, like the, you never really understand the the ripple effects of, um, of one action that might seem small to you
0: that's so cool so what have been some of the leadership principles or lessons learned that have really helped you uh, in your position as executive director over the years
1: being open to like constant change and shifting is super critical to working in this space. Yep. Um, One that youth are always changing and, you know, we're experiencing that now, like this, this school year in particular uh, for everyone that I know that works with young people has been the most challenging year so far. And so we're, we're all, we're working on a ton of shifting for next year. We have to, you have to, when you work with young people, um, be really on top of the constantly shifting um, environment and atmosphere Right. and then I mean shifting to on on the funding side is yeah. really challenging um, things are in and then they're out and
0: <laughs> right right yeah you just always have to be nimble to, to survive yeah. so this this is a tough one but do you have any favorite stories uh, from youth roots that really stand out
1: there's one participant who has uh, been with Youthers for many years. Uh, she started out um, serving on the North Youth Board. And that first year, she was too shy uh, to even introduce herself to the group when it was time. She was a freshman in high school. Um, but she served on that youth board for three years. And by the end of the third year, she actually sang at our fundraiser. She has a beautiful voice and she had the, had built the confidence to sing in front of like 300 people. <laughs> um, so that was an amazing trans- transformation to see.
0: It's gotta be fun to watch kind of that light bulb go off for <laughs> the kids that are doing that. It's like, wow. So if you could go back 10 years, what would you tell oh my ten years younger Lauren?
1: Oh wow! <laughs>
0: about the adventures that lie ahead.
1: I would probably have encouraged myself to be a little bit bolder. Even now, it's a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, we're, we're working within a sector that we rely on, but we're also trying to change it. Um, it's a really interesting line to. That is
0: an interesting line to walk. What excites you and and keeps you going? with your work with Youth Roots?
1: Uh, The easy answer to this is the young people. Um, It's so amazing to see the wonderful things that they're um, able to accomplish and the change from point A to point B in the program. That's, it's so inspiring. It's so so inspiring to see. And then the next steps, like that's my favorite thing about, um, you know, work like the, Alumni Impact Award is like being able to connect and like stay stay connected to the amazing stuff that continues to happen. Yeah.
0: Build a, a great thread there. It's awesome.
1: And then I would on the other side of that. Um, I just I think that we're in a really unique situation to fill a really large gap. Um there aren't a, a lot of organizations that are solely focused on youth philanthropy. Yeah,
0: you've got a yeah, super definitely. cool niche.
1: Yeah. Um, We actually just hosted the world's first global youth giving circle. Wow. Almost 100 people from 40 different countries came together and made international grants together. Wow. Um, Yes, that was like super amazing. And I think just like being able to be part of this work and supporting other organizations that are trying to get the support and work off the ground is inspiring to me.
0: Well, you're breaking new ground. It's awesome. So we'll we'll change gears a little bit here as as I wind down. And and I always like to ask, what's something that you will read, listen to, or watch today?
1: Yeah, I I always read the New York Times summary um email every morning. I list. I love listening to uh the How I Built This podcast. Um you know I you know they're focused on mostly businesses, but um I just the lessons uh around there uh, um from there in building things in general are just so applicable to our work too and um totally. Yeah, I love I love the concept of building. Tell me who was
0: be a role who's been a role model for you uh in your career?
1: Oh, um so many people.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a Sophie's choice question, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I i genu- genuinely feel like every conversation i have it might be someone I totally disagree with or um have very different values from, but just feel like it's you know, like I learned something important or in um <laughs> about the world uh through through every conversation um yeah, and i'm I'm just i'm so grateful for, uh, the network I've been able to, uh, to build and through all the people that have supported me along me personally and youth roots along the way.
0: So other than youth roots, is there an organization out there that you really admire or somebody that you'd want to give a little love to the work they're doing?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I wish, um, I wish I had the list of the Colorado area grantees from, um, from the youth from last year, uh, cause they're, they're the best people to talk about, um, nonprofits doing great youth, youth work in Colorado. But I know, um, Maria addressed counseling center is, al- is always on there. Um, they're always loved Florence Crittenton, uh, urban peak are some of the, a few yeah. that are coming to mind for sure. Great work. All the youth serving Colorado, uh, yeah. there, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and it's so cool to me that you guys are, it's it's one of those first full circle things where it's like you guys are creating people that are going to support those other organizations now and in the future. It's, it's just fabulous to me. So my last one, and I'll let you go after this is if anybody listening wants to support youth roots, learn more, find you, what should they do?
1: Yes. uh, Great question. Uh, Everything's on our website, youthroots.org. And my email is lauren at youthroots.org, L-A-U-R-E-N. Please feel free to reach out and I look forward to connecting.
0: Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes. So grateful for your time. Keep up the great work.
1: Thanks so much, Jay. Have a good one.
0: Thanks for listening. And I hope you're as excited about Youth Roots as I am. This podcast has been brought to you by JC Charity and Event Services. If you're interested in how I might be able to bolster your efforts and help your team achieve its goals, I'd love to have a conversation with you. You can find me at makingourworldbetter.com. To learn more about Youth Roots and how you can support their efforts, visit their awesome website at youthroots.org. Check the show notes for links and contact information. And if you enjoyed this podcast, we'd be grateful if you'd leave a review and share it with a friend. Until next time, I hope you're inspired to find a way to make our world better.